Hi, this is David Yaz of the Boston Podcast Network. We hope you are staying safe, sound, and sane as this year continues to drag on, and we do all that we have to do to get through this pandemic. Well, how about this? If you want to be on a Zoom call that isn't dreadfully boring, please join us for Zoomapalooza, an interactive adventure of fun, games, comedy, and who knows what else. Tickets are absolutely free, or hire us for your next office or corporate event. Just visit pod617.com slash Zoom. That's pod617.com slash Zoom. Now enjoy the following production of pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network. From the Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's the Boston Podcast with David Yaz and a rotating cast of characters from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. This is our Yes, sir, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all the ships at sea, lovers, markers, and thieves, welcome to the Boston Podcast. My name is Dave, as the announcer guy just said. If you like this podcast, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your podcast, wherever you consume your fine podcast on your phone or wherever else. This will be a fun show today because, kids, do you like the trivia? Do you like the games? Do you like the the song and dance and the hey, hey, hey? I know you do, and man, if it isn't critical now, because if you've gone and attended and taken in many, many, many a boring Zoom call, you know that you need a little something to spice it up. It's all about the games and the shtick and the, the this and that. And I've got a guy on the line who calls himself the quiz master. You know what? I'm going to be the judge of that. But um, he comes very highly recommended. The quiz master, Michael Laurie, is on the line with me Woo! here in the virtual Thanks. studio. Thanks, David. I think you deserve that sort of fanfare. How is your pandemic going, my friend? Uh, you know, uh, words we never thought we'd ask ourselves a year ago, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> as good as can be. I'll tell you very quickly, I know we want to get up to the trivia, but yeah. the whole format uh, used to be in person, fun, yell out the answer, you know, um, you know, very high energy, if you will. Right. My whole event was about an hour and a half. I must have crammed in about 150 questions. I really try to make it fun. Obviously, no more in person, all online. And I'll say this to you and the and, and the listeners here: it's been a pretty good transition. You yeah. know, going from you know yelling out the answers, which of course is a no go on Zoom. What I do is I send out a score sheet in advance to all participants. And the coolest thing about it is I ask uh, ten questions in a certain topic: movies, pop culture, music, what have you. And then after I ask the ten questions. I go over the answers, and that is a lot of suspense that's built up for the participants. That's what I like, and that's mm. been the most fun um, in terms of transitioning from in-person to uh, to virtual. So are you able to still have the interaction? Like, do people just give their answer? Is there a little bit of kibitzing and saying, you know, hey, I didn't know that, and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, again, it was tough to manage early on. I mean, the first two or three um, Zoom trivia events were a little, little choppy, few speed bumps. You probably know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. But it's been so much fun subsequently. There's been some, some chit-chat in between the answers, in between the topics. And I think the coolest thing for me is to see the response of the participants in the little squares. You know, mm. sometimes I get the, you know, the fist pump. Sometimes 
you know, the, the hitting of the forehead. I should have known that one. Yep. That's really, really fun. I mean, very quickly, I did uh, um, an event about three weeks ago for a group of mentally challenged adults through the Jewish Big Brother, Big Sister of Greater Boston um, organization. It was absolutely phenomenal. They were, it was so much fun. It was a smart crowd. There was a lot of uh, interactivity. So the answer is yes. There's been a lot more um, kibitzing, fun, high-fiving during these virtual events, no doubt. Yeah, it's supposed to be fun after all. And like I say, you know, the I think the more interactive you can make one of those Zoom calls, the better. So it's quiz the excuse me, thequizmaster.co is where you go to find out about Michael and how you can hire him to jazz up your the event for your organization, nonprofit, law firm, whatever it may be. Um, we do it here a little differently at Pod Six One Seven. We have the event as which was uh, plugged at the top of the show called Zuma Palooza. It is uh, some some trivia, also some riddles and mind benders and other kind of change of pace stuff. So um, we're brothers in arms here. And uh, a little later in the show, we're going to quiz um, quiz the quiz master. And so Michael's extremely nervous right now. But let me just let me just ask you a couple of questions. First off, it just it's interesting. You you used to do the live trivia, now you do this. So what, uh, how do you police this thing? How do you know ple- people aren't cheating and Googling and whatnot? S- such a great question. Mm-hmm. I-, I think that, um, you know, first and foremost, it's trivia, right? And right. if someone want to cheat and Google and check their phone, you know, God bless them. <laughs> right. It's like. Sleep, sleep, well, it, sleep well at night if you're the person that, that does that, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, if you really, really want a wicked smart t-shirt. <laughs> No, you know, no strings attached. But, but right. you know, so funny. I, 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 it's so funny you ask that question. Again, it's such a great one. Mm-hmm. I will give you an example. About a year ago, I hosted a trivia at a location and an organization that I will not name. But I, I do what's called a round robin. I don't do that anymore on Zoom. But back when I would do it in person, it was called a round robin. And each team would. It was kind of a. It was a team event. So I would say, okay, for example. Uh, I'm going to give you an actor. You write down as many movies as you can that that this actor has starred in, and the last team wins. So I won't go into too much detail, but you get it. Mm. And the particular topic for this event was Steven Spielberg movies. I said, I literally said, Steven Spielberg movies, go. And I saw someone grab their phone and speak into their phone, Steven Spielberg. Oh, jeez. And I'm Come like, on. seriously? I mean, <laughs> it's fun. You know, uh, it's a bottle of wine for every member of the winning. Anyway, right. so the, it, it is when, when I see cheating, I, I, I'm just stunned because it's, it's, I'm all about integrity and, again, fun and being above board. Someone, someone wants to cheat. Well, the word I can think is yikes. Yeah, it's almost like that's a different event. Like you could, you could plug a different change of pace event as the all cheat edition. In other words, <laughs> in other it, it, because that would be a skill unto its own to be able to get onto the Google machine or ask Siri or ask ask Alexa or whatever and see how that works out. Because it doesn't always work out. Because like you, it doesn't. That, that person could say, "Hey Siri, Steven Spielberg movies," and Siri could say back here's a recipe for grilled cheese, you know, and it's like, no, I just, by the way, I, I, 
I, I just said that, and, and Siri on my phone was listening to me. Hey, hey Siri, Siri, oh, come on, Siri, and shut up, come on. And now, That's so funny. Now she thinks I'm talking about grilled cheese. Siri, <laughs> now Siri, I want quit. a grilled cheese. Stop it, yeah. Actually, if she could make me grilled cheese, she'd be a lot more useful than she is. So, no, uh, yeah, Steven Spielberg, well, listen, uh, Jaws, E.T., Schindler's List, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, uh, 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 see, it's hard. It's harder than I thought. And I know all this. 1941. Sp- I, ooh, that's a forgettable one. So that's, you should get bonus points for that. So um, what were your go-to categories when it came to Trivial Pursuit? Now, you remember the early days of Trivial Pursuit, right? <laughs> David, we are simpatico. Right. <laughs> we grew up. The, the, the one family event that brought us together as a nuclear family in Natick, Massachusetts in the 80s was Trivial trivial Pursuit, end of story. Yeah, so for the younger generation, we used to play these things called board games, which you might still do. And <laughs> Trivial Pursuit, it was painfully simple. The strength, the, the game was not exactly genius. The strength was just the wealth, the, the encyclopedia-like collection of questions and they yeah. came in six categories this will be your first trivia question six categories which was uh let's see there was green do you remember what green was green was history no that was no. what was green science and nature yeah there was purple ish i think or that was arts and entertainment no entertain arts and inter- yeah arts pink. and entertainment oh that, that was, was pink. pink right sorry i'm yeah. color i'm colorblind Okay. There was red, which may have been either red or blue was geography. Blue was geography. Blue was geography. Red orange was sports. That's right. And red, I think, was history. And no, no, I think oh, I no? think yellow was history. Oh, okay. What was was there a red? No, <laughs> no. Okay, there were six. I don't know if we've named all six, but let's not pain our listeners any further. What was <laughs> what, what? What was your strength? Without a doubt, movies. I, yep. I am. The, if 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 in a magical you know alternate alternate universe I could do movies only a trivia event that would be Nirvana to me and as as I know you remember and I'm sure a lot of your listeners remember um, as Trivial Pursuit gained in popularity they came out with different editions right an edition called the Silver Screen Edition oh don't recall whether I've ever played that but yeah oh it was absolutely beyond phenomenal so trivial trivial pursuit yes movies absolutely yeah and the the cool thing is if you're yeah if you're a freak about that you'll listen to them all day. Well, we did a uh, socially distanced dinner for my cousin mikey for his 50th birthday over the weekend and somebody had given me as a gift a movie trivia game which was like uh kind of a JV version of Trivial Pursuit. But nevertheless, I just grabbed the cards and stuck them in my pocket. And then at dinner, we're, we're, I'm flipping these cards, and he said, just keep going, just keep going, just keep going. Oh, love it. <laughs> just like love he's it. you know, munching popcorn. Love do, it. Do you have a favorite movie or trivia question? If if you want a minute to think about it, I'll give you mine. Yes, okay. I, I actually, I, I, do, I do have it, but I will say, I think over the course of the years, this is probably the one movie question I've asked the most. But I will... I will um, cite Jeopardy because this was a final Jeopardy. Jeopardy. All right. Hit me. Yep. Back in the eighties. Excuse me. Um, There are two movies in the history of the best picture winner, best picture winners that have a direction in its title by direction. Of course, I mean, Northeast, South or West name two. One is, well, I won't give it. 
So are, one has got to be the Hitchcock North by Northwest. No, no, no. Uh, everyone. It's a good everyone guess. guess. Is that okay? All right, hold on here. Uh, yep. East. Let's see. You get east, west, north, and south. Those cover the four directions. Uh, you, yes. you know, you always learn something new on the Boston podcast here. Um, <laughs> east of Eden. How about East of Eden? Nope. Nah. Yes. Nah. It's a great question, but I don't want to bore our listeners any further. So, sure, sure. Me. Should I give you the answer? Yes, please. Yes, please. W- oh no, hint. I want. I want a hint. Okay, West Side Story is okay. one. I should have gotten one that was- one. And the other one is much tougher. It's it's an older movie that was based on a famous anti-war novel that all of us probably were supposed to read in in middle school. Eh, yeah, I don't have it. What is it? All quiet. All quiet on the Western Front. Oh, I should have known that. Wow, that's a good that's a one. Tough one. That's a good that's one. A tough one. So here's the so West Side Story. Here's mine. There is uh, an actor who was only in five movies. All five movies were nominated for best picture. And then he actually appeared in one film posthumously, and that film, too, was nominated for Best Picture at the Academy Awards. Do you know who this actor is? I do. And I, can I name the movies? <laughs> Show off. Tell us who the actor is. John Cazale. John Cazale is right. Very good. Yes. So you knew that one. Very good. Yes, yes. try to name the movies. Name the movies. So Dog Day, in no particular order, Godfathers, one and two, right. Dog Noon, the deer hunter. Um, wait, what am I forgetting? Don't tell me. Deer the, hunter. The fifth one oh, is the hunter. one is the tougher is the toughest. It's the most obscure. I mean, for an Academy Award nominee, but it's still pretty obscure. I think. Wait, Gene, don't I, tell me. I'm just. I'm. Uh, I, I, I don't, don't want to bore the listeners. Here. I think he co-starred with Gene Hackman in this one. Oh, the conversation. There you Honestly. go. Yeah, that's a great movie. And, and then posthumously, he appeared in. Godfather Part Three, which somehow was also nominated for an Academy. Award. I know, I mean, terrible. Saw so right. the day it opened, December twenty fifth, nineteen ninety. Right, Ugh, not good. Right. So, what types of folks hire you to do their events? Um, any type. I mean, over the last several years, I, I've done events for Boston Magazine, as you alluded to, law firms. I did. I did a company outing on Boston Harbor way back when, in last July, for a firm in Boston. Um, I've done, uh, uh, you know, fundraisers. I've done. I uh, did Temple Beth Shalom about seven months ago. That was about three hundred people. That was a big one. Mm. I've done smaller company uh, outings. I mean, you name it. You mm-hmm. name. Say one last thing, if I can. I can oh yeah, sure. Bit of a sales guy. What I try to always do, when appropriate, is tailor the questions to the group. I mean, so for example, for the law firm event last July, I don't do the entire event as law-related questions, but maybe I do law movies. Maybe I do law terms. So I really try to customize when, again, when when I can questions to the uh to the organization that's a lot of fun yeah i think people get a kick out of that so we do that as well we actually send out a a simple survey and it's got questions like give us you know as many employees as you would like and then give us what was their first concert what was their first job what's their favorite you know movie of all time or whatever and then those become the questions you know her whose whose first concert was abba was it you know Frank, the intern, was it Sally, the receptionist or whatever, or uh, Sal, the, awesome. Sal, the receptionist. I don't want to be uh, sexist. I look forward to stealing that. 
Please do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, because people do get a kick because then you get an extra little laugh because because it might be revealing to, to, you know, someone in the office or something like that. That is very cool. So I promised some some trivia. I mean, I've got the guy right here. By the way, once again, it's the not com. Don't put the M at the end, people. Things will get screwed up. The Quizmaster co is where you find out more info on michael and how to hire the quiz master for your next event everything's virtual i, I, I take it you haven't done a live event during the since the pandemic no not yeah. at all yeah. i was gonna do a birthday party in this past july but it was rained out it was it was gonna be socially distanced and outside but yeah it didn't happen because of the rain so we will and oh by the way just looking at your website so the wicked smart t-shirts which you mentioned earlier those go to the the winning team Exactly. They're really cool. These are nice t-shirts. They Yeah, and, nice to say. It's very popular after the event. I get a lot of folks coming up to me just saying, we didn't win, could we grab a t-shirt? Sure. Yeah, nope. there you go. Everybody wants to be wicked smart. And uh, apropos, the segment here on the Boston Podcast is called Wicked Smart, where we quiz people. That's coming up in just one moment. But before we do that, let me remind you what we do here at Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. Would you like your own podcast? Well, now's a good time to start one. We'll send you out a quality USB mic. We'll take care of all the details. Recording it for you remotely. We'll patch your guests in remotely. We'll make it sound great. We'll edit it. Intro music, outro music, the whole deal. Hire us to make your podcast dream come true. Go to pod617.com to get started. It's the Boston Podcast Network, pod617.com. In pod, we trust. All right, let's play Wicked Smart. Smart. Oh yeah, the aforementioned John Cazal made it. That was Fredo. That was Fredo saying that's hilarious. Smart, yeah, poor Fredo, man. I'm not dumb. I'm smart. I'm smart. Send Fredo to the airport. Send Fredo to pick up this person. I'm murdering the line, but anyway. No, uh, perfect. (laughs) Not too bad. So I'm gonna play a little bit of the experience that you would get on Zoomapalooza for uh, Michael here. So stand by, as we say in the industry here. And round one, uh, riddles is what we do here. And so let's get to the uh, first question. Let's not waste any uh, time here. So Michael's now looking at a graphic that has the word man, a line, and then the word board underneath. What two word phrase does this represent? Oh, so I, I, I answer right now? Just tell me. Yeah, you don't, no clicking or anything. Man overboard. Man overboard. I think he's yes. right. Yes, absolutely right. Woo-hoo. Well yeah. done. We don't get too many people on that one. That's well, We're just warming up here. Okay. <laughs> what and you know what? Some of these maybe not play as well, but I'll I'll do one more in this regard. Um, what, I'm excited. What two word phrase does this represent? Wait, two word phrase, three word phrase. Does this represent? And so what we're looking at is two columns. One has the word give four times over, and then the word get four times over. What three word phrase does this represent? Forgive and forget. Forgive and forget is absolutely right. Yes, yes, yes. So, uh, well done. Got to give you some applause on that one. Yes. All right. I typed in the answer here incorrectly, so you won't get credit for that. But who cares? Uh, this is just for fun. Yeah. Let's uh, let's move on to some more hardcore trivia. Yeah. And um, yeah, this is a good one, I guess. It's a riddle. If you have three pills and you have to take one every 30 minutes... How long will it take you to take all three? 
You have three pills. Doc says, take one every 30 minutes. How long will it take you to take all three? Is the answer 30 minutes, 90 minutes, 60 minutes, or 120 minutes? I'm going to say 90 minutes, though. I'm sure there's a riddle and I'm wrong. I'll say 90. Yeah, you're wrong. So sorry about that. See, this is the mind-bending kind of puzzle that you get in Zumapalooza. Yeah, what you don't realize is it takes a minute to think about that. And when you, the pressure's on you here, Mike. So, you know, I, I don't want to... Uh, uh, you did just fine. But the thing is, <laughs> you take the... When do you take the first pill? You take it right away. And yep, then 30 yep. minutes later, you take the second pill. And then 30 minutes later, you take the oh. third pill. So it actually only takes you 60 minutes. That was what we were looking for. Um, I, I did not know there'd be math. <laughs> this is kind of a hard one. What seven-letter yeah. word is spelled the same way? backwards and forwards and there's a clue in the graphic which looks like it's a you know dale earnhardt or someone racing a formula one vehicle oh, I know seven this. seven letter words spelled the same way backwards and forwards it's seven kind of a letter. weird word it's kind of a compound word you could argue it's two race words. car race car is right well very good very good yes holy blank yeah that that's that's a tough one um I'm so, so excited yeah <laughs> I'm going to skip over. We have some things that are puzzles. So that what I'm doing right now is skipping over that one where you have to like arrange, like it'll be like put these four people in order and then we'll pause. And, you know, obviously Michael could see this. You can't listeners, but I'll pause to just do a poll. It's like just for kicks. What's the greatest cereal ever? Is it cinnamon toast crunch? Is it frosted flakes? Is it lucky charms or is it captain crunch? I got to go with the captain El Capitan. Yeah. The, 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 my friend who I called on during the last event picked the captain also, but surprisingly, um, it was frosted flakes that carried yeah. the day. Yes. That's a classic. Now, can you name I this, can you name this famous person? So is that's, it, that's got to be Walt Disney. Walt Disney's correct. So what we do here is we review the images like block by block. And so for this particular one, this is really great podcasting. Um, <laughs> the, the, the things that you can't see, we it was Walt Disney, and then the next one was Michelle Obama, and then the next one was Francis McDormand, and yeah. then the next one was. Now pay attention to the people because this this will become relevant later. Uh, John Belushi, and then yep. finally the fifth one was. This is cool. It's fun. It's a lot more fun if you're watching it in person. This was Harrison Ford. So the, yeah. que- the so my question to you now becomes: You can ignore the screen for a moment, Michael. But the the question becomes: What do those people have in common? Walt Disney, Francis McDormand, Harrison Ford, Michelle Obama, and John Belushi. Anything come to mind? Wow, uh, Illinois. Chicago? You know what? We're going to give it to you. It was. They're all from Chicago. <laughs> all those, yeah, all those people are from Chicago. Yeah, it's that's one that gets people. And yeah, I did one the in a prior episode where it was like Denzel Washington and um, like Dakota Fanning and Joaquin Phoenix, and people yeah. were perplexed. And it was just they all had cities in their names. So, Interesting. Yeah. I don't know if I would have gotten that out, out of the gate. All right, let's go back to the trivia. I'm going to skip over this question, which we have about the hosts of The View, where I have people put the, the names of the hosts of The View in order. you got to do something for the fans of The View occasionally. Always. All right. Always. Now here's some, uh, here's some real trivia. Two, this is a great one for you. Two separate actors won Oscars 
for playing this character? And there's more than one correct answer. So two separate actors won Oscars for playing this character. The, the choices are Vito Corleone, Martin Luther King Jr., Hamlet, and the Joker. Do you know which two were portrayed by two separate actors that won Oscars? I do. I was going to ask the Vito Corleone question earlier. Uh, Vito Corleone, of yep, course, that's Vito right. and De Niro, and the Joker was the, the unbelievably brilliant Heath Ledger and Joaquin Phoenix, the aforementioned. You got it, man. Well done. Although you might have said, who did you say played uh, Vito? Uh, Brando and De Niro. Oh, you got it right. You got it absolutely right. I thought yeah. you we also would have accepted Al Pacino because Al Pacino and De Niro are the same person. Um, I think they are. Some people think that. Um, think sports question. Week one, Cam Newton of the Patriots rushed for 75 yards. Who's the only Patriots QB who has also rushed for more than well, rushed for more than 75 in one game? That's a great question. I, it is, an educated guess would be Garoppolo. Garoppolo oh, no. is wrong. Sorry. The, the choices were Doug Flutie, Tom Brady, Jimmy Garoppolo, and Steve Grogan. This stumped a lot of people. Steve Grogan rushed for more than 75 yards multiple times. I later found, wow. out, I later found out that Babe Perilli did as well. So the question is completely wrong, but no one knew that. So you, no can, you can get away with it. Do you create your concoct your own questions, by the way, Michael? Or do you draw them from... Nine, nine, 98% are creation, created by me because when I do the yell at the answer, they need to be not too hard, not too easy. So, yes, I create most of them. It's not easy. It's, it's not easy, but it's, it's more fun that way, I think. Um, totally. Yeah. Totally. Do, you ever, do, you, do you ever create one and put it out there and then realize later it might not have been actually accurate? Because that's happened to me a couple very, times. <laughs> very rarely. Because yeah. if I'm not, I'm not sure about the answer, I will... Uh, verify it somewhere somehow mm-hmm. um here was a question that unfortunately the answers already appear on the screen so i can't ask michael but click all the u.s presidents who appear on paper currency the choices are thomas jefferson alexander hamilton andrew jackson and franklin roosevelt and more than one answer to this one i try to mix it up and allow uh, some of these questions where you can you can guess as many as two the answers of course thomas jefferson and andrew jackson and do you know why the other two don't qualify, Alexander Hamilton and Franklin Roosevelt? Well, Hamilton wasn't a, a president. Yeah, that's right. Roosevelt. Well, I guess Roosevelt was a president, but what didn't appear on paper currency? The only footnote there is he is on the dime. So good for exactly. you. Exactly. I was going to say he's on he's on a, a, a coin. Right. Right. We'll do a couple more here, Michael. Here's Love a tough it. one. What do these four bands have in common? Journey, Green Day. Huey Lewis in the News, and Jefferson Airplane. What do these four bands have in common? Is it that all members of the band are male? Is it that they're all from San Francisco? Is it that they're all in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Or is it they all performed at Live Aid? Absolutely San Francisco. Absolutely right. <laughs> Acquitting yourself well, Quizmaster. Of course, very, the, very of course, Jefferson Airplane, not all male. Well, for one. Um they're not all in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because Huey Lewis and the News just aren't, and uh, right. they did not. They did not all perform. <laughs> Although we love them, we love them. Oh, I love Huey. Yeah, but, me uh, too. Me in fact, too. put them in. Put them in. I oh. I agree. Okay, you can you can guess more than one. No, you can't guess. I screwed up the question. It's a very simple question, actually. This is the second largest U.S. state by population. Is it California, Florida, Texas, or New York? 
This is one of my little tricks. Rather than ask what the largest state is, guess try to guess what the second largest state is by population. I'm going to say New York. I think you're wrong, but I confess I don't remember exactly. Um, let's see what happens. No, I'm sorry. The answer is Texas. Ah, so I believe. Don't mess with it. Yeah, don't mess with Texas. I believe California is first. Texas, yeah, therefore, think, comes in second. I think you're right. Here's one I, I might uh, stump the quiz master. The, the candy bar Snickers was named after what? Is it just a synonym for laughs? Was it named after a horse? Was it named after a creator, James Snickers? Or is it a misprint of the word Snackers? I'm going to go misprint of Snackers. Good guess. Uh, and also wrong. Oh, I was going to say horse. Horses, horse would have been correct. Yes. Uh, shoot. <laughs> so, shoot. Sorry, but you submitted your answer, so I must say nay. That's a horse oh, joke. Um, place these Tonight Show hosts in the order they first appeared as hosts. Jimmy Fallon, Johnny Carson, Jay Leno, Conan O'Brien. Can you place them in order, Quizmaster? 100%. All right. Carson, Leno, O'Brien, Fallon. Whoa. That's, we, don't, we don't have to go to the judges. That's absolutely correct. Well done. Yes. Um, Leno actually returned after Conan. But yeah, that's not what the question was asking. So. Yeah, remember that. This is the highest grossing Broadway musical of all time. Is it Wicked, Cats, The Lion King, or Hamilton? Uh, such a great question. This, I'm gonna, yeah, go ahead. I'm going to go, because of longevity, with The Lion King. The Lion King is absolutely right. Wow. That's one where I, I stumped a lot of people because you have some people who, let's face it, when they hear Broadway, they just think Hamilton. They can't think of anything else. Yeah. <laughs> and then a lot of people guess Cats because Cats has been around forever. But yeah. I think Lion King jumped ahead of Cats, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. at the moment, it's not even close. I, I was surprised to see this. And Wicked is right up there also, which you wouldn't necessarily think. Great show. Great show. Haven't seen it. This was, <laughs> this was Meryl's. I'll take your word for it. This was Meryl Streep's first movie. Was it The Deer Hunter? Was it Kramer versus Kramer? Was it Julia? Or was it Sophie's Choice? Definitely Julia. That's absolutely right. Well done. Um, haven't gotten you on a movie question yet and don't expect to. Let's see what we got left. Um, <laughs> Here's one for the nerds. Jupiter and Saturn are the largest planets in our solar system. But what's number three? Is it Uranus? Is <laughs> a couple, <laughs> you, you get a couple laughs out of people just for saying Uranus. Yeah, you never uh, know. You, you, Mar, is it Uranus? Is it Mars? Is it Neptune? Is it Venus? I usually insert a joke here like, um, be careful. This is the only time of uh, the day you're going to get a chance to pick Uranus in public. Oh, my ah, God. Thank David. you. David. Um, I'm going to go. It's going to be either Uranus or Neptune. I'm going to go Neptune. Neptune is incorrect. Oh. You, you should have gone with Uranus because one in doubt, go with Uranus. I, Good point. I, I can't. Once I start, I can't stop. All right. Uh, then we do. A, <laughs> we're looking at a quiz. See, this is uh, sorry, a poll at this point in the program i take a poll of all my uh quiz subjects and say what should one put on a hot dog and you can guess Ugh. you can say ketchup mustard sauerkraut relish you can pick as many as four that's what's great about it what would i'm you starving i'm starving i'm i am personally i'm sure your listeners are on the edge of their seat 
dark mustard and chopped onions guy. Oh, I like that. I would eat that right now. Yeah. And I love, I love a good hot dog. I love a Fenway Francis. I'm a big, big Fenway (laughs) Frank guy. You get, yeah, they, my son learned at an early age because he repeats it to me every time we go to Fenway, you know, when we used to go to Fenway Park, that the, the dog always tastes better at the stadium. And it does. Always. I, I, I got to tell you something very quickly. I yep. went there with my wife probably two summers ago and the socks were not good. I basically went to get a hot dog. <laughs> I, I was so upset. They had the Gouldens, of course. Right. Gouldens, that's, their, that's their go-to. And they were out, you know, those machines, those crank machines that have the chopped onions. They were out of them. Oh, yeah. I sent a message. I sent a message to to to, to the Sox. Larry by, Lucchino. No, well, it's and not they him responded. anymore. Yeah. Did they really? It was. They did. What did they say? I'm so sorry. That was unacceptable. And next time I went, they had, they were, had been replenished. I was I was crushed. Crushed. And they said, Michael, please find enclosed uh, eight ounces of chopped onions. We hope you enjoy. Um, <laughs> I wish. <laughs> um, well. You've you've uh, acquitted yourself very well, um, Mr. Quizmaster. We appreciate you playing Zumapalooza and being a good sport and um, being on the other side of the questions. How did that feel? Very, very, very unique. (laughs) Um, Yeah, is it? Would you rather ask questions or guess questions? I love asking. You know, I'll say. Part of my on you know my in person uh, event, there is a stump the quiz master. I give every wow. three or four minutes. They come up with a movie, and if they can stump me, they get the points. I like it. I like it. And can you recall a particular question where you've been stumped? Many. I mean, okay. there's been a lot of movies that have been mentioned over the years that I have no idea, and it's very very impressive and very uh, soul crushing for me. <laughs> what what type of questions are kind of like? Yeah, you know, that's not fair. Like, I mean, for example, I mean, in theory, you could say movie trivia. What's Harrison's Ford, Harrison Ford's birthday? Like, well, right. no one's going to know that. Are there any things that you, you, you kind of say, nah, not fair, not yeah. fun? Yeah. yeah, like 20 points, you, you got it. Like, you know, some of them, like, in fact, sometimes I let the folks, you know, use their phones because my movie acumen is, I think, fairly robust. So I actually, that's the one, one time of the night or the event when I allow participants to check their phone for movies, like to see, to make sure that someone's in a movie, to make sure that like they're, they're accurate when they ask me, um, you know, to stump me, you know? So, so, you know, sometimes these movies are either foreign movies, which is fine. It's all, all fair and love. Mm. And um, some of them are just so beyond obscure. They're cable movies, whatever, right. but it's good fun. I do. Right. I do like though. I will be, it's, it's indulgent, no doubt. But when I get one, that's a really deep cut. I'm very proud of myself. I'm, I'm, it doesn't happen often, but when it does, I give myself a little pat in the back. Yeah. See, I like the questions. I don't mind if it's a, a trick question, if it's um, fair. In other words, I, I want to, yeah. if I get a trivia question wrong, I want to afterwards, I want to go, oh, damn, you got right. me. Right. And that is, that is such a great point, David, because that, that is when I create the questions, you're exactly right. I want people who don't know it to say, oh, I should have known that. Right. Or who knew like that? You're right. thought provoking questions so that even if someone doesn't know the answer, the, the, again, they're, they're kind of intrigued by it. Right. By it. One yeah. of the one of the ones that did that to me once was at a pub trivia night, and the question was, 
who well let me back up a minute there's a question that's gone around boston circles for a long time and it's a trick question and it's kind of fun but it's like who's the only person to have ever played for the celtics the bruins and the Red Sox. And so then people strain their brain to try to think, who, what kind of athlete could have played for all the... And the answer is the organist, John Kiley, who, had, who plays the organ yeah. Hmm, hmm, yeah. Hmm, hmm, at the Garden and at Fenway. So it's a trick question, but okay, fine. But I had never heard this one before. And the yeah. question was, name a player who has played for the Celtics and the Bruins. The Celtics... Celtics Bruins? The Celtics and the Bruins. And it I got and so first of all, has anyone in the history of sport ever played uh basketball and hockey <laughs> well I was at any say. level? I doubt it, right? But when I heard the answer, I was like, you got me. So Celtics and the Bruins? It, but it is a trick question. It's a trick question for sure. Celtics and the Bruins played for both. Tell me, please. So the answer is Bill Walton, who played for the Boston Celtics and the UCLA Bruins. You get oh, it? it because I never said Boston Bruins, but you assumed I meant Boston, as I did when I first heard the question. I don't know. I like that. Yeah, see, that's, it's not a bad one. It, it, it's, it's more of a riddle than a trivia question is what it is. Right, right. But, uh, I, yeah. I don't know how we're doing on time. Don't, can I ask one more question? Sure, one more, and then we'll, we'll scoot. But go ahead. The, this is really, really good. I, 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 this is something I made up. So you tell me, because you, you made me think of this question earlier when you, when you said in common with the Harrison Ford, Michelle Obama. Yeah, yeah. What is in common? I'm going to give you a bunch of musical artists. Okay. They have in common. Tom Jones, Louis mm-hmm. Armstrong, Nancy Sinatra, Duran Duran, Tina Turner, Aha. Mm. No. Oh, okay. So I heard, I missed the second one. Louis Armstrong, did you say? Yep. yep. Okay. Tom Jones, Louis Armstrong, Nancy Sinatra, Aha, and uh, what was that? Duran Duran's in there. Tina Turner. And Tina Turner. Gladys Knight. All right. Well, okay. So, see, I would, f- I'll tell you my thought process as I stall because I certainly don't know it off the, wait, what was the last one you said? Sorry. <laughs> but, uh, it's okay. Gladys Knight. Gladys Knight. All right. Um, so this is what I would think. I would, f- I would hone in on AHA because AHA was a one hit, pretty much a one hit wonder with the song Take On Me. So yeah. I got to imagine it's got something to do with AHA or Take On Me. It's probably not going to be where they're from i don't think because i think Aha's a uh not a u.s band as i said i'm stalling it, it can't be anything like who they played with it can't be they're in any sort of hall of fame can i give you one more uh artist that might give it away yeah go ahead paul mccartney and wings paul mccartney and wings that gives me nothing um so you're gonna love this answer i'm telling you all right and he's British, obviously. So now he obviously played with, uh, 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 I mean, I'm thinking Paul McCartney obviously played with the Beatles before Wings. Tina Turner was with, you know, the Ike and Tina Turner band prior. Again, I'm stalling. Tom Jones, it wouldn't apply to him. <laughs> um, is it, it's not one song that they all have in common, is it? That they all have recorded? Nope. Uh, nope. Okay. So all different genres. Well, not all different genres. They're all pop music. Damn it. I wish I knew. Go ahead, hit me. They all sang 
Bond theme song. Oh, damn it! Should have known that. That's a good one. Yeah. What would what did Aha sing though? Uh, living the Living Daylights. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now I see why you said McCarty could have given it away. Yeah, Duran Duran did View to a Kill, and uh, well, we don't have to go down the whole list. That's a good one. That's a good one. I, bad, I, huh? I salute you on that one. That is the type that I like. That is the type that like I should have. That's should a have good gotten. one. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, David. Yeah. What the one? There's one that I like to do, and and I'll throw it out to you. What do these bands have in common? Queen, the B-52s, Limp Bizkit. Ooh. And it has to do with the members of the band, or a member of each band. Oh, I'll name name Fred. That's Fred, right. Very Fred good. Schneider, Freddie Mercury, and Freddie Mercury. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we could go on forever because that's what trivia is like, but we don't have that's the time, we folks. Do. We're up against the clock. So thanks to the, the quiz, mas- quiz master, Michael Laurie, and it's thequizmaster.co, thequizmaster.co. And I can say to you, thanks for playing. I hope you enjoyed yourself. Thanks, David. Free, you, this was phenomenal. You got it. We will quiz on. We'll have you back on the show at some point because we love our trivia. Thanks for listening to the Boston Podcast. If you like this show, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. If you want your own podcast, go to pod617.com. And I've been talking about this uh, fun event we have called Zoomapalooza. If you're interested, go to pod617.com slash Zoom. That's pod617.com slash Zoom. On behalf of the Quizmaster, my name is Dave. Like him, I'm just a guy from Boston. But if you're not from Boston, you must be the other guy. Have a great day, everybody. Go play some Trivial Pursuit. It's fun. It's fun. I